Blog Talk Radio.
you know who is here on my show on Wednesday. But before we introduce you to the unbelievable, awesome guy that's here, I want to let you know what's going on. First, if you don't know where you are in any time, place, or space, you are listening to the best show, metaphysically or physically, in the whole universe. And you are here at the Bonnie Alberts on air show. I am the hostess with the mostest, so it's me, Bonnie Alberts. I'm so happy to be with everybody today. I love when I'm on the air, of course, but I have to tell you, Mercury Retrograde has hit the show. So yesterday we had, just to let you know, we had a few glitches, and I don't feel like anybody really felt them, but we crashed a few times. And today, as I could just have predicted, my whatever headset went and blew. So you are hearing me live without any headset. And if you can't hear real well, it's because of that reason. Today, I've got my guy. I'm going to call him today E.T. E.T. Phone It is Jerry Humphreys. He's right from over the U.K., right from over the pond. He's a phenomenal U.K well, actually universal now, medium psychic. He is a pet and and animal communicator and psychic. He's a Reiki master, healer, and teacher. He teaches metaphysics. He loves to do Akashic Records and past lives. He He also has other fields that he does and he gets into. He's a person-centered counselor. He is the CEO of the mag that I write for, that I think or feel or think and feel because it's with the head and heart. That is the best magazine on the internet. I love it. And I can't wait to write for the next, uh, the next one that's coming out. And I think it's April. We can ask him. Hi, Jerry. I'm not sure about ET. Do I, <laughs> I mean, do I look like ET? Do I look like ET? E.T. phone home. I'm not sure if I... I don't, well, I'm full. Well, possibly. I think of myself more as Luke... I think of myself more as Luke Skywalker, because I'm a Jedi Knight. <laughs> okay, well, that should be Luke. You know, I didn't even think about that, so I feel about that. So, yeah, we'll call you Luke. It's Luke Skywalker, and what, who was his princess? Princess Leia? And Princess Leia, okay. Although, I don't know. She doesn't look like such a princess. So, But I'll, I'll take her anyway. How are you, Jerry? Oh, you the force, Luke. What? Yes, I'm good, thank you. I think just about. <laughs> How about Darth Vader? Will be Luke Walk, will be Luke Lightwalker and Darth Darth Vader, okay? <laughs> what? Yeah, I love Darth Vader. I hear you. I hear you. We're switching roles. How are you today, Jerry? Um, yes, I think so. Thank you. <laughs> I guess Mercury retrograde is at its best with you too. Oh, I don't even. I mean, it's just you know. I suppose that we always go. Oh yeah, well Mercury retrograde. So what? You know. But I tell you what, it's. A very energy sapping one this particular time yeah. around um 
and it's where are we it's going to be in uh would it be aquarius going into pisces um so you know for okay. any of you signs out signs either air signs or whatever out there that are feeling it right now poof, join the club it's horrible yeah we'll get Earth signs have been hit pretty bad because even though it's Pisces and it's not for well, I think Pisces changes over what the 18th or 19th, one out of our day, or it already has changed. So Pisces is water, water, emotions, emotional uh, relationships, communication, retrograde. I mean, it is killing me off, and I never get killed off. And for all of the water signs out there, we got hit pretty hard. Because we're all about communication. I mean, think about it, Jerry. Water signs are all about their heart, communication, um, emotions, and this is all about retrograde. And I'm telling you, I've never, I haven't felt this in years. It's um, it's it's not, not pleasant. However, let's look on the bright side. What is it yeah, actually giving rather than taking that. away? Well, it's giving people a chance to reevaluate their communications, reevaluate. Uh, as I was speaking to somebody today, reevaluate where their heart is and how they would communicate that. You know, so actually, this is this can be very beneficial. It can be beneficial for people in business, particularly if you're looking to set up a new, either new extension to your business or have a new contract coming up. It's, this can be a positive time for that. The rest of it, though, the rest of it can go sink because I don't give a damn. <laughs> hey, Brad uh, Butler, I don't give a damn. So I'm just, what, what was his name? Hey, what was the name? Uh, walking down those, hey, Rhett, I don't give a damn. And that is from a famous movie. So I usually don't say that word. But I, I'll tell you, um, I... The only problem I see with this, and I, you know me, I'm always on the bright side, is, and I walk that bright side, because you're that Darth Vader, and I'm Luke Light Skywalker, if. But anyway, I, I love when I, ha- when I look on the bright side, and I always do. I feel that people who don't look on the bright side end up bringing more challenges trying to get over something than they would had they just saw it on the bright side, even though there's challenges. But this one, I'm not going to do a but, because they always say you negate everything after a but. This challenge is all about emotion. So unless you know that you've got to watch what you say, don't take other people the wrong way, because that's about, you know, miscommunication. And you can ride this out just smiling. Uh, I don't know. So anyway, going going forward with that, um, I th- the retrograde ends March 9th for everybody that is involved in this, which is the whole world. But it it, it uh, ends March 9th. Of course, you know there's astrologists who say that even though it ends, it still has a shadow period. But you know what? I just want it to end. March 9th is fine with me. And moving forward, all going to be emotionally better and that's what i'm looking forward to now jerry i i before we get into our cards we have some really cool subjects but uh before we do that i want you to tell everybody 
First, about the magazine coming out in April, and two, about how to get a hold of you should, after listening to this wonderful show, they want a private reading. Um, yeah, the magazine's coming out in April. Um, again, Yay! as in, it's been away for a while because um, I felt it needed a rest and needed some fresh energy. Now, before you get overexcited, this might be a one-off, but I, I have to wait and see how I feel about how it comes through and how it comes out, what it appears like. So at the moment, I'm uh, just focusing on getting the next one out in April. Um, so your articles need to be with me if you wish to contribute by no late, no later than the third week of March. Um, you can get hold of me on all the usual social media outlets, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, etc., etc. Uh, you can either Google my name, which apparently is, um, I'm very pleased to find out is producing a lot of uh, hits. So you can Google my name. Uh, Jerry Humphreys, that's Jerry with a J. Uh, you can go to my website, senseofknowing.co.uk, and use the uh, form that's on the contact page, um, or just um, send an email. Um, again, uh, email addresses all over the place, you'll find them without no bother whatsoever. Well, I is mine and I'm going to start well first off great news except that it's not working right now I don't I don't think because I tried it so I'd like everybody that's listening to the show we are now on iHeartRadio so if you go into the podcast on iHeart and you download that you subscribe to my channel there uh, you will get all the shows on iHeart you can tune in on your radio Could, if anybody would, would do me a favor because it's not coming through on mine and I don't know why if they'll go to iHeartRadio, and if you can hear the show, because they upload every show that I do, and send me an email, you know, hey, I can hear you, you're on there. Or if you would like to, uh, to talk to me or get to me personally, my email is balbers, my last name, B-A-L-B-E-R-S, 714 at AOL.com. I do get a lot of emails, so what I'd like you to do in the subject box is put radio show. And that I would love to hear from you. And um, other than that, um, what else is happening with the show is uh, for some reason, Blog Talk has not given me an RS feed since last April. So we're going to try to correct that and all the shows that you've all been on or that you want to hear hopefully will be re-uploaded. Ah! Mercury retrograde. But I didn't even know this was going on. And apparently it has been going on since April. So um, if you could please, everyone, uh, check back if you want to hear the shows on Blog Talk or their archives. They're in the archives. But on iTunes, Apple iTunes, they're not coming across. But they should be soon. I do have to tell you that we have some really cool things we want to talk about, Jerry. But first, let's pull our uh, cards for today. Do you want to go first? Uh, no, because you caught me unaware, so you can go first. Okay. <laughs> well, this must be a retrograde then. So, you know, I, I resonate with the flowers. I love flowers. Oh, my gosh, they're so pretty. And everyone knows with me, I love the flowers that I can see. 
I don't love picking flowers, and there's a reason. I've, you know, over the last year, I've just been going through a lot of metamorphosis about living things. But I, I, I do get fresh flowers, and when people bring them to me, I adore them. But I physically won't go and do them because I don't want them to die. But they do if you buy them and you put them in a container. But you know what? There's nothing like fresh flowers. And I love the flower essence. So I work with the flower deck and many other decks. But today I pulled for the show, which is interesting. It's so beautiful. It's the tulip. And tulips come in many colors, but this one is the pink tulip. And it says, take time for yourself. Enjoy relaxation activities that nurture your soul. So I love that, that nurture your soul, because you can go, you know, enjoy activities, enjoy uh, relaxation activities. I'd be at the mall shopping. Are you kidding? Or I would be doing something like going out socially to eat. But when it says that nurture your soul, all of that can nurture your soul. But I really believe when I see this, what's hitting me in my soul for you all is to just take a few deep breaths. Jerry knows, and he'll tell you when we do our work, he wants you to take deep breaths. It centers you. It aligns you, and it lets you know you're still alive. So even if you can't do meditation uh, like me, well, it's not that I can't, I just don't. I try. But uh, you can sit down on the chair, take three deep breaths, in through your nose, out through your nose, a few times, and just sit and, and, and say to yourself, I am relaxed. What do I need to do further? And this card lets you know that that's okay, unless you want to go to a spa, unless you want to go to um, do some retreat meditation, unless you want to meditate in your house. What I'm picking up with this card for everyone is just take a few minutes out of your day to nurture your soul. And I love that. Okay, Jerry, you're up. The um, power animal for today is the squirrel. The squirrel is the is the gatherer. And although squirrel really comes into its own in autumn, its uh, medicine can also be very relevant even uh, in late winter, early spring. It's about the power of gathering. And it teaches you how to gather and store your energy for times of need. Uh, it teaches you that you can put something in reserve for future use, whether that be, I don't know, um, something mental, emotional, um, even extra food maybe. So it's known as the Boy Scout of the Animal Kingdom because it's always prepared. So in today's world particularly with times change, fortunes change, it's wise to be someone who prepares for the future. Although the future in itself is unpredictable, I'm saying that as a psychic, um, because everything changes. However, um, Squirrel has also uh, brought its medicine in so that you can observe what is obvious and can prepare you for anything that you need to be prepared for. Uh, it is to do with the safe place in which you put your gatherings whether that is mentally, emotionally, spiritually, etc. So what it says is that with these energies and a free mind and a free heart, you will always be taken care of in your own time. 
and if you apply this to your fears about the future, they will vanish. The wow. squirrel. I'll, I'll tell you, Jer. Um, you know what? You're gonna. I I don't know why, but I don't. I care for squirrels. <laughs> it might be because I don't want to gather anything for future use. But you know, squirrels. They get in your attic. They've gotten, you know, they dug a hole in Regina's uh, and stuck their nose through her wall. They scared my dad to death and came through the wall. I mean, you know, those are little buggers. They're all God's creatures. I know, honey, but I don't know if I love all God's creatures. I might like them, but I don't love them. Like, I don't like wasps. I can't stand bees and so I mean, you know, I, I just say I'm a city girl. I know that obviously your faith is um, is Jewish, but I was going to say that's not a very Buddhist attitude to adopt. <laughs> well, unfortunately, that's me. I know many people that don't like bees, ants, or bugs, and I don't like snakes either. It's not that I don't like them; I just don't like them. But do I love them as a spirit, like what you're giving? Absolutely. I think I feel like every every animal has its place, and I love when you bring that to us. Well, I suppose that's that's good enough then. Yeah. So I just had to let everybody know I am not a squail girl. Anyway, um, we are going to. Uh, I'm telling you, those squails try to get into our house, and I hate it. But then again, it's cold, so I can't blame them. Uh, which is really interesting, guys. I had a squirrel. I was walking down the street. I said I don't like squirrels. I would never do anything um, to one because I would never hurt or harm a fly. Yes, I would, but just a fly I would. But, you know, um, well, I was walking down the street, and this little tiny squirrel, it was probably the size of my finger, jumped up into my hand. I was just walking. And I, I I put it in my shirt, you know, thinking it must have ju- – and I looked up and there was a hawk. This was about a year ago. And I thought, oh, my God, it just was born. And the mother probably went out looking to for some food. And this, this squirrel knew if it didn't go into my arms, it was going to die. So but – but I didn't know what to do with it, so I carried it to where the, the hawk wasn't. And I put it next to a tree, hoping other squirrels would see it, because I couldn't take it home. And I know squirrels are not easy to feed, so I hope it made it. I always think about that squirrel, and um, I hope I saved its life. So, see, I'm not so mean about squirrels. I just don't want them in my attic. And then you yeah. wonder why they're attracted to come to your house, because you, you know, you have an affinity with squirrels. You saved one. You rescued one, so they're going to come and find you. <laughs> I think that's funny. Oh, that. oh, my gosh. Okay, well, you know what? I can't be mean. Anyway, and everybody knows I just uh, I adopted, and then we're going to go into our subject, but I just adopted this new diet. It's not a diet, but I, I talked about it yesterday. I can't eat meat. I can't physically look at it, and I don't know why. And I feel like spirit did that to me for a reason. I am eating fish and fish and eggs, and I don't even want to do that, but I'm going to. So it's really weird. Spirits downloaded something to me, and I don't know what it is. It could be for health reasons also, and I don't know why. But getting back to our subject, Jerry, this is the last week that we are, actually the last two days, 
of us bringing love into the air. And you know, I love love. So we're ending the season of love, not that we're ending love, because love should be every minute of every day. But I am. we, we talked yesterday about soul contracts and can we break them? Why do we come with them? And is there any way to change them? So I know that's a big mouthful. And I'm going to let you talk. It is. Um, I'm on, uh, by the way, I'm on a seafood diet. Well, I'll send you all the meat I have. <laughs> no, I'm, my seafood diet is I see food and I eat it. So that's my diet. Oh. Um, <laughs> seafood. I get Come it. On, keep up. I get keep, it. Keep. <laughs> I so get it. I, I get it, but I'm not eating meat. But the seafood, I could eat. But I, LOL, I know what you said. Everyone, Jerry's eating everything. Send them whatever you have. Go ahead, Jerry. What do you think about soul contracts? Um, I think they're extremely complicated. Why do we come with I mean, that? Because that's what we agree to. We agree to learn or go through certain um, scenarios, events, le- to learn certain lessons. So therefore, it's written, in, in my opinion, it's all written down in our menu of life or our soul contract. And do you believe that we're meant to fulfill them or do we not fulfill some? Do we fill all of them? And if we do not fill, a, if we fulfill a contract, but we don't want to to take it to fruition, can we, can we cancel a contract? Yes, but you're <laughs> then, t- you're taking it to the degree that we would know what our soul contract is. And I would debate that 99.99% of the population on this planet do not know what their soul contracts are. So the rest well, of it, then, well, I don't see how the rest of it can fit in. Because if you, if you don't know what your soul contract is, then um, and most people would suggest that you don't know what is in there until you until you're back in spirit and are presented with your what is called then your book of life or your soul contract, so that you can see how many brownie points you've gained or not, as the case may be. I'm in for shock. I know that. that. Well, uh, you know, I get that. I, uh, uh, you know, because we, you know, we talk metaphysics, and maybe some people don't. But I've seen contracts, and we, I talked about this yesterday, where I knew a contract had ended. I could look at those people. But one person did not want to end it. And I saw spirit actually end that contract because that person wasn't willing to. So do you feel, and maybe I'll re, re, uh, quite, we, re say it to you. I don't know what my words are okay. horrible this, this time around. What do you feel about seeing a soul contract? Knowing those, go ahead. I find I find what you just said really interesting, because as far as I'm concerned, spirit cannot interfere. So how on earth, if you'll pardon the pun, earth, uh, how in heaven's name um, could they do that? Because they're not allowed to interfere. Spirit don't interfere. Well, I, I, in situations where if you don't, if you're not going to do it on your own. 
um, it gets narrower and narrower, your window. And so I, I'll give you an example because I used this example yesterday. So I knew, and I, and I can't use names, but one of my very close friends who doesn't like me anymore, maybe it's because I saw her soul contract in, um, I, I, she had uh, she, for a, a lot of years, you know, she was married to somebody who's super nice, and I really like him, but he was not being faithful. And she just allowed it to happen because she felt that, hey, what I don't know, I know he's doing it, but what I don't know, I'm not willing to give him up. Well, at the end, he didn't come home for about, and that had never happened before, uh, for three to four weeks. And she sent him a note saying, it is, you need to come home. And if you don't come home, um, we're going to have to do something about this. So she didn't do that before. But for me, what I saw the universe do is, the scenario kept going on where she had to do something. So, no, they didn't break the contract. She ended up, he didn't come home. She ended up divorcing him. And when she asked about her soul contract, because she did, not to me, but someone else, they said, your soul contract with your husband ended a while ago. But because you wouldn't recognize it, it kept going. And this is what she saw. So how do you feel about that? Now, I'm just relaying what I saw, not relaying what I think or feel is what I saw. And I actually believe that the life you keep living, should you get off the path, it takes a turn. Spirit doesn't do it, but that's the life that would keep going till it squeezed you to look at what you needed to do. I don't agree. Because firstly, okay. I feel that we... What we don't know is what was in his soul contract. Um, are those two destinies at any point um, in both of them where they, the the stepping off point was going to be? Did it need his or someone's free will? Because this is the bit that I feel has been missed in all this. Um, was it the fact that it needed him to take an action for her to realize that things needed to be brought to an earthly conclusion? Yeah. Yeah, but an earthly conclusion, yes. So, But his actions, which would have been possibly written down um, in, in his uh, book of life, then dictated or then suggested or got to the point where on her, on a whatever relevant page, paragraph, etc., that was for her. She then took the step of going, right, yeah, that's it, enough's enough. So, um, but you also have to put into into this, um, a person's free will can change things in the blink of an eye. Yeah. Oh, I agree it, it that's, can, uh, But that's why, but it is suggested that if we do follow our heads and not our hearts, which is what most human beings do, at some point, though, we will always be brought back to the path and be given the choice again. If it doesn't happen in this earth life or the chance is missed or not recognized, then you are given the opportunity to relive that and try and get it right the next time around. I hope that makes sense. It, well, I, I, again, I'm just relaying the story, but and, and because we're talking about souls, I, I feel like people do want to know this. Let me ask you a question. Now you brought up another life that they would have the chance to do that again. What if they 
they choose not to. Then they don't reincarnate. Okay, so does any of those lessons, are they lost, or do they reevaluate how to learn those lessons? And coming down here the next time with maybe someone else. The point is to reincarnate does not mean you come back in the same form. Um, just because I'm a man in this earth life doesn't mean to say I'd be or have been a man in previous lives, although I know that I have been in at least three. In the next one, it could be completely different. And my background could be different. So therefore, I might have an opportunity to relearn something I've missed this time. However, I also know from what's happened to me in this earth life that I have removed a huge chunk of what I was meant to do but it took me a bloody long time to get to the point of realisation. Um, so I'm grateful in a way that um, I was given the chance to come back. It might have taken um, a good few decades to get to the point <laughs> of knowing what I should have been doing, but I can put my hand on my heart and say, yeah, but I know it and I've done it. I love that. And I, I really believe that I live that way too. I I believe everything that has happened is for reasons. Anyway, I just wanted to end the sh that that uh, segment with how people feel about soul contracts. So be bringing that back to love and love soul, soul contracts. I'm going to reiterate again. Do you? And I have. It doesn't matter. You don't have to agree with me. I believe we come down with many love soul contracts, and depends on which one was meant for us this lifetime. Um, because I believe that if you do miss a, a contract, that you're not meant to be alone, that, that there are other other contracts that or other love soulmates that, that you will run into. How do you feel about that? Okay. Um, firstly, the word itself has many different layers. It has as many different layers as there are people, because everybody will attach a different feeling or interpretation if you like to that particular word and it can exist on many different levels well, what's the word, Jerry? you what? have to say the word people know is it soul contract love contract no if it's the the word love itself is it's it's oh, okay. as i said it's a, I it's a many it's a many layered word it's and it's it is up to the individual no, on how they on how they connect on how they connect with it. What does it mean to them? Um, and I also feel that not necessarily everybody is meant to have a soul connection with someone else. Some people might happily exist without having a soul connection with someone else. Wow. I, you know, that's so crazy. That is, I just never think about that or even feel that. So I, I do believe people do end up alone. But I don't know why. And I feel like if they do end up alone, it's a choice they made. And you can see that choice pretty early on. Uh, I do see people who relate better to animals or relate better to um, things. And so for them, I feel maybe that love or soul connection is with friends or, or animals or Mother, Mother Earth. And I always feel like, unless you're speaking human, that there is a soul connection. Yeah, but you're attaching it then to, to something that is sentient. 
you can have a soul connection with a place. Yeah. You could have a yeah. soul. Con- so it is not. It is not something you can always attach to a sentient uh, being, with as in human or animal. Um, so it's again. That's why the word itself, you know, is such a big, wide word. You know, it's because the emotion is such a big, wide emotion, and it can produce yeah. so many different things for different people. But it is not necessarily about connecting with another sentient being. Well, I'm going to ask everybody... That's how I feel. I'm going to ask... Well, we might differ a little bit on some wording, but I I feel like it's the same. And that's always good to have banter because that's why we're here. Everybody liked chocolate. We'd all have chocolate. And that would be boring because I like pistachio, vanilla, and strawberry too, and coffee. And so I love when we can talk about different things on the show. I do want to ask, the audience, because this is a love. This is the end of the love month. And I'm going to ask again, what do you love? What do you love? What what floats your boat? Whether I know someone who loves cars. They don't have time for humans. They don't have time for pets. But, man, do they have room for their cars. So I'm not asking if you what do you love, and it has to be a person, place, or thing, But we're going to ask you, what do you love? This is the last day of the month that we are going to ask you about love. Because we talk about love all the time. So if you would like to to, uh, comment on the soul contracts, you can. And if not, let's hear what floats your boat in the love department. So are you ready to get to the phone lines, Jack? Yep, absolutely. Okay. Um, I am going to pick up. 707, you are on with, I think he called himself Dark. <laughs> you're Hello. on with Dark. Luke Skywalker. Hi. 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 Hello. Hi. Who are we talking to? This is Kathleen. How are you? Hi, Kathleen. How are you? Tell me what's in the I'm... love department. You know, for me, it's just where I live. Um, I get to wake up and look at a beautiful scenery and lake and mountains, and that's my real love. Wow. See, I told you there was somebody that's going to love their car or love something else. I love that, Kathleen. You just made my point. So that sounds beautiful. I love your your area. I wish and I could see it. I could actually see it in my in my brain. And I love that. I but what makes you so? Why do you? Why am I feeling that you're sad? I don't know. Um, well, because I work so much with grief, you know. Um, <laughs> that's good. That, gotcha. that does tend to so make people sad. What? I said I totally get it. I said that's what came to me because I feel like you 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 actually go and you bring sunshine to the sadness. That's that's what they're showing me. Aww. So um, that is so sweet. yeah, you do, you do. I mean, it's very very noble what you do. I could see it, and I feel like um, do you? And and then I'm gonna hand you over to Jerry. But do you ground yourself? Yes, I almost yes, have to but- ground myself. And I also have to take, like, a shower and, take, you know, clean myself after the day for a fresh start. If I don't do that, then it's 
too heavy. Yes, I see that. Okay, well, I, I'm glad because they said to me, make sure you, you don't forget to ground. So I don't know if you have, you forgot one time, because I, they're saying to oh, me. Oh, yeah, sometimes I, yeah, you're right. Yeah, sometimes okay. I do forget I, and I can feel it. Yeah, so I'm going to hand it over to Jerry or both of us. What would you like to know from us today? Well, I, we're talking about. about soul path and, you know, mm-hmm. where we're going. And sometimes what I do becomes very, very difficult, and I think, oh, my gosh, I can't, I can't keep up with it because it keeps growing. Um, but at the same time, um, I'm feeling that that's what I'm supposed to be doing. So that's my question. Am I, am I in the right place? Um, and is it going to get a little bit? Right now it's real busy. I'm looking for it to slow down a little bit. Um, do you want the short answer or the long one? Whichever one you want to give me. <laughs> no. There's your answer. Well, well, what was it? Short. <laughs> the thing you is, need to elaborate uh, on that. If, elaborate a little bit. If, it, if you were doing the right work or in the right place, it wouldn't be busy. If you were do, if you weren't doing the right work in, in the right place, it would be getting busier. Um, if you weren't um, doing the right work and weren't in the right place, you'd be doing something completely different. Okay. Then so I the answer is place. the answer is my lovely. If we're going to go back to uh, Akashic records or soul contracts, um, you you agreed to this. <laughs> so it, you're going to have to ride it through. However, having said that, your free will would also say to you, you can stop it any time you wish. Mm-hmm. You know, that's your choice. If you go, no, I can't handle it. I can't handle it. It's too much. I'm just going to put a break on it and you stop it. Fine. Then that's your choice. That's what you're allowed to do. However, I would suggest that if it's what I feel it is, which is your uh, your work, in quotes, you you wouldn't uh-huh. be away from it for long before you were brought back. Ah, uh, okay, that makes perfect sense because sometimes we all need a break. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, you know what, Kathleen, I pulled a card for you, which is really interesting because what did I say? I said that you were, you know, you were a bright, you know, you you are a bright. Uh, sunshine for, for these people. Mm-hmm. You bring them sunshine. And this is the card I pulled from the universe has your back, which I love because the universe does have your back. And it says, yeah. my fearless freedom lights up the world. And as a huge sun in the middle of the black universe, which I love because that shows me that you light up the world, and your world is your work when you work with these people. It is really taxing, and many people can't do it. I agree with Jerry, though. You need a break? You need a break. He took a break from his magazine because he needed a break. It was very time-consuming. And if you did not need, if you think something is busy or feel something is busy, that, that's a, a, a real clue that you need a break, which is the card that I pulled from the first, when I when I read everybody, the flower essence that I use. Take time for yourself. It's a tulip and you, right. can, you can visualize it. 
Excuse me? Doing what? I'm sorry. I kind of goes in and out. What? Okay. Uh, the, the other card, remember, that I picked in the beginning was take time for yourself, and it is yes. enjoy relaxation activities that nurture your soul. So with this, and you saying that it's getting busy, I would love to see you take a break for yourself, whether it's a few days or even a few minutes, and just breathe. Because I feel like you need to be centered again. And I believe that okay. you do like the world, Kathleen. And, and, the, and the thing is, if you were brought here to do this work, uh, that means you can handle it. You just need to be able to nurture yourself a while. Okay. Okay, thank you. That's very balancing. <laughs> You're welcome. I hope so. I feel balanced sitting here. Like I just want to take a few deep breaths and go into a Zen area. So and there remember you go. what you do. Well, what you do matters, and what you do helps. And whether you always get that or not, it's not easy to do your job. Just like I say with nurses and physicians and people of healthcare, it's not easy all the time. You have one of the toughest ones, and that's because you're watching that light start to dim, but you're their light. So just remember that, okay? I will. I will. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. I just think so much of people that do hospice, end-of-life care, and all of that. It is an amazing position in this world. Um, I remember a commercial, Jerry, that I saw that I loved, and I'll never forget it. It was in a nursing home, and it's, I, I don't remember what they were promoting, but it was a nurse that went into the room, and the door, the, the window was open, and she said, the woman said, could you close the window? Don't close the window, and, and the patient said, because and so and so believes in my in my country we believe that you leave the soul the the window open and your soul travels out and she shut the window and she said not today Francine so I I love that it is not easy that is a very very tough job for everybody who does it you've got my heart so the next caller I'm going to pick up is two sixteen two sixteen you are on with Hello. Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia. Hi. I, I just turned my volume up. Can you hear me? I can hear you, but I don't know if everyone else can. So say your name, please. Um, my name is Sharon. Sharon? Yes, yeah, Sharon. Oh, Sharon, Sharon. Okay. Hi, Sharon. How are you today? Good. How are you? I'm flying high, honey. So what can we do? First of all, what do you feel about love? Tell me about love. What's your definition or what do you feel about it? And who do you love? Um, what do you love? I think the the biggest thing about love is respect and trust. And I have to tell you, I love dogs. <laughs> so do I. Of course, besides my family. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I'm a big lover of dogs. and love them all kinds. We, I love, love that because we mentioned pets to begin with. I feel like it's really crazy because my daughter and I started to talk about unconditional love, and I always feel like animals in general, well, maybe not the big wide ones like the tiger who want to bite you, but 
your 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 house or domestic pets, you know, they give you unconditional love, and you don't find that sometimes with humans. Yeah, so that's why I think dogs and pets and things like that really enhance people's lives, and that's why they use them with, you know, older people and younger people to help them. And now they put those dogs in jail, and they they are, you know, they're, they're t- taming what they call the savage beast. And everyone that has worked with a pet in that prison really changes. So I love that, you know, I love pets. I love my dogs. I Both of them died, and I I don't think I'll ever have or feel I'll ever have another pet. But I have a turtle. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> so what turtle, do for oh my you goodness. Well, it's not my turtle. My son brought it home. He saved it, and I look at it, and I just think, you know what? This is great for me right now because I – I love turtles too. I I do love turtles. I don't have I don't feel like they're pets, but you know the turtle is one of the oldest species alive yeah. on this earth, and the shell yep. reminds me of heaven and earth. The top is heaven, the bottom is earth. None of two are the same, just like our fingerprints. So okay, what can we do for you? Well, I wanted to ask Jerry what he's looking tomorrow. I have an interview with two men, and I want to see if you feel good about this, or if not, when do you feel me getting an offer? How's that? You don't have to analyze every interview I'm taking. That's crazy. <laughs> right, Bonnie, I'm having a bit of trouble with audio, Bill, because it's um, it's sometimes sounding like people are in a fishbowl, um, but I, I, think I, I think I just about made that one out, so I'll, I'll see what I can do. Um, yeah, I can hear you very well. Tomorrow. Interview tomorrow, interview tomorrow, yep. 27th tomorrow. So that's a nine day, it's a transformational day. Right, general rules um, apply here uh, because we have Mercury where it's at, which is um, clear lines of communication, absolutely uh, vital tomorrow. Um, the basic rules of communication hear the message, receive the message. If necessary, repeat the message. In other words, if you're asked a question, you make sure you've received it. And if necessary, just re-verbalize it before you give your answer. Um, one of these men, is a, I feel, it could be a bit of a, a stroppy what's-it. Um, so you might have to watch <laughs> this slight, slightly overpowering I-know-it-all energy coming Probably from him. Fun. Yeah, um, okay. The the other one not so bad, um, not not too bad. A little bit quiet maybe. Sometimes needs a rocket up his pants so that he gets him moving forwards. But other than that, he's okay. Um, so tomorrow, um, either wear or carry something blue. That would be good. Blue being the colour of communication. Um, you have enough in the way of experience, nous, know-how, whatever you want to call it, um, to take this as far as you want it to go. I do get good vibes about tomorrow, uh, and I feel it can be uh, the start of a creative path, but I would need to know your date of birth so I could tell you whether you're working on even or odd months of the year. Yeah, of course I can. It's September 1st. 
Okay, so you're working material things for you this year are odd months. So material change, progression, benefit. Uh, March, May, July, September, November. Those are your key months this year for material change. So we're stepping into March next week. Yay. Another month gone. Yeah. Um, soon, I love soon, that. Soon be Christmas. Um, and so therefore you're working on, you're starting to come into one of your power periods. Okay. I love feel that. that I will? Yeah, that's wonderful. Do you feel I will be employed and working in the next like month or two? Yes. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah. then you used us for confirmation, and I love that, actually. I do love that because many people do. But, oh, my gosh, Jerry gave you an amazing reading because, I mean, it, there was no question about it. Good. Okay. Anything else? <laughs> what else would you – I mean, the, the work is important. You're going to get the jobs. You've got interviews coming out your you-know-what. And uh, I love that he picked Mar- uh, March and May because okay, that is so close. Sure. Yeah. So so I love that. And um, and and I don't I don't know anything more that he could have really given you. So Jerry, do you have anything else to say to her about it? Is there anything in the job she needs to know? Yeah, that's my main focus right now. Um, uh, it's all down to self confidence. It's not about anything else. And that's, you know, generalizing, I know, but it really is, um, if you want it, you can get it. It's in your control as to whether you get it or you don't. Um, but because you're on such a, a, a good timeline for work this year, um, I don't see any reason why you shouldn't be moving forwards. Um, that's yeah, perfect. It's, it's your Nothing it's your mind can... that keeps it's your mind that keeps tripping backwards and forwards, lovely. So, uh, and I know that you know trying to quieten the mind is a is a nigh on impossible job. Um, but as I said, just um, positive energies before you go. When you get there, you'll be fine. Thank you. I love that. Goodbye. Have Thank a great you. day. Thank You're welcome. You. I you so too. appreciate that. I appreciate it. And please join us again. Thank you. Thank you. You keep me on so I can listen. <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> I will. Okay. Uh, you know, I love our show, Jerry. I absolutely love every show I do, but I love the audience. I mean, really, seriously, and we've got issues here on Blog Talk today, and we still are getting in. So this is matters. The show matters. And the people matter. I mean, what better venue can I can we you know bring love and light to than this show and beyond and I love it and I want to thank everyone who is on who's listening and in chat that you are welcome you are wonderful you are absolutely a part of the show and please continue to listen so for uh, I'm going to go 415 did I call 415 Jerry the board just crashed so I don't know 415 if I have Please let us know. 415, have I picked you up? Uh, no, you have not, just now. Well, for, well, 415, we need to know who you are and what do you love. 
I love, well, my name is Catherine, and I love uh, to travel. Oh, I love this, Jerry. Not once that I love my husband, I love my boyfriend, I love my man. <laughs> I mean, it's all about things. And I, I love that because it's so independent. So I love that you love to travel. I wish I could travel. And I love your name because it is very, um, it's like, is, did you say Catherine, didn't you? Yeah, with an I-N-E, yeah. Yeah, Catherine the Great, because I keep seeing royalty, <laughs> or I don't know who Ooh. Catherine the Great was. Maybe she was a warrior. I don't know, but I see Catherine the Great. That's what came right with your name. So uh, I would probably ask Jerry what that meant if I were you, even though I probably know. But Jerry, uh, this is Catherine. Catherine, what do you? What, what? First of all, before we get into that, where do you like traveling to? Where's your favorite place? And what did you bring um, back from that place? I rare, well, I rarely go back to the same place twice because there's so many mm-hmm. places I want to see. But last year I went to um, New Zealand, and that really stuck with me. That's a real amazing place. Wow. What did you bring back besides your beautiful memories? Did you bring back anything? Like physical things? Yeah. Like, did you bring um, back a tree well, there's trunk? a lot did of bring... um, the 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 Maori the Maori design is very beautiful. Some like Maori jewelry pieces. Mhm. Ooh, honey, you're talking. Yeah. My, I'm not a big. I don't. Here. I don't. I mean, gifts for people. I mainly just get gifts for people, and I don't. I'm not a big uh, souvenir person, but. Right, because you use your money for sightseeing. I am the imagine, trip? or going. Oh, traveling. oh my gosh. Yeah. Whale watching, dolphin watching, kayaking, all that was amazing. Oh, I love hearing that. And my audience, I'm sure we could just, we can, that's what I'm, what, is, what was your favorite? I, by the way, I have someone who listens from the show who might be on. Oh. Who's, I know that New Zealand, um, Australia, he was a, a folk singer there. And um, he wouldn't go any other place. So, I would love to go to New Zealand. My girlfriend's traveling. In fact, I think this Saturday she starts to go to her and her husband are meeting some another couple in New Zealand, and that's what they picked to do this year. But uh, I wish I could travel, and and I think that's part of, I don't know why, but they made me stationary this lifetime. Not that I can't move. I just, um, for some reason, bogged down, can't, can't travel very far. But I'd love to see huh. through other people. I love to travel, and I watch the Travel Channel. So, which was your favorite? Which was your favorite um, venture that you did there? Was it the whale watching, the kayaking? What took your breath away? Um, it's a national park on the South Island, and it was um, a kayaking along this peninsula and a hiking in the in the in the woods, hiking in the forest, and like white sand beaches and blue water, and that was the <gasps> the most beautiful place. Well, that just took everybody to New Zealand. So, yeah. Catherine the Great, what would you like to know? Uh-huh. Jerry is waiting with bated breath. Me too. <laughs> Hi, hello, Jerry. Hi, how are you? Good. And why? And why have I got a connection with Australia? Um, mm. Now, as Bonnie said, we do have somebody who listens to her show who's 
lives in Australia, so whether many it's not the uh, or yeah. many people, but I Thank cannot you. get the song Waltzing Matilda out of my head, so it has to be connected <laughs> with you. Interesting. I don't have any connection yet, but um, I'd like to go to the. I'd like to go there, and especially the um, Aboriginal areas. Wow, maybe you're going to go. Yeah, well, can't get rid of the song, so it's there for someone. Wait yeah. a minute, Waltzing Matilda, can you sing it? Because maybe I know, I, I know this no. waltzing, but it'll... Uh, yeah. Matilda, Waltzing Matilda. Yeah. yeah, that's how it goes, but nobody knows the word. So if somebody will pull up Waltzing Matilda, if they're listening, because probably there's something in that song you need to hear. In fact, if I were yeah. you and you were me, and I I would just tell you this, Jerry, spot on. <laughs> go download the song "Waltzing Matilda," yeah. unless someone else takes it when I pick them up. In fact, I, well, I feel like I think the guys of it, I think of it as a as a romantic song. I mean, it's people dancing together. So <clears throat> maybe it's a nice Australian man I'll I'll be meeting. Oh, you're so romantic. What about those dogs? I'm <laughs> telling you. Or travel. It isn't even dogs. It was travel. Okay. Well, what would you uh, like to know? Um, well, I know that Jerry works with uh, um, animals, and I'm also very attuned, and I see in different times a lot of different animals come in. And now it's the the leopard i keep saying leopard and this morning on the news they showed the first baby leopards were born at the columbus zoo using um in vitro and so just anything with the myself and leopards anything with yourself and leopards why is it time now that a lot of leopards are coming in well, to you personally, yes, because there's something or someone that you might need to stand your ground with. There is someone or some situation that you might need to realign before uh, it falls into the space that you want it to be in. It's about maintaining your dignity, your devotion, your compassion, um, holding on to honesty. Um, so it's it's about all those things, and um, and it's also about allowing others to make mistakes, but not necessarily pointing out that they've made a mistake. Um, can be about embracing forgiveness. So mm-hmm. that particular uh, medicine animal um, is very much about um, also seeking out anyone's dishonourable behaviour. Um, so mm. it's it's uh, it's very interesting that you seem to be noticing that a lot at the moment because um, the roar of the jaguar could be said asking you particularly to stand your ground and maintain your integrity. That's the biggest message it seems to be bringing in. Hmm. Can I ask you a question? Because I love this. Okay. Does leopards have spots or do they have stripes? Tigers have stripes. 
Okay, so leopards have so leopards have spots like black spots. Uh, leopards no? are spotty, from what I can remember. Okay, can I ask Catherine? Do you see the spots on the leopards, like black spots on a yellow leopard or a white leopard kind of thing? Is that what you're looking at? Is that what I'm looking at? I mean, it's just the yeah, animal you said disappearing. Yeah. Right, but what does it look like? Because I want because something's coming to me, and that's why I'm saying it. I mean, uh, what's coming oh, to me is yeah, a I've, cheetah. A cheetah has more jagged spots. I mean, it's not as it's not a round circle, and leopards mm-hmm. have more of a precise round circle to it to their spots. Okay, and you're seeing leopards because what I'm hearing is, and this is weird, Jer, but I'm hearing leopards don't change their spots. You know when you say somebody. Oh, that old you know saying. That saying? Yeah. Yes. Mm. And so I agree with Jerry, which is interesting. There's somebody around you or is going to be around you that you're going to try to, or he's either curmudgeon or that you're just not getting through to. And that's what you're going to hear. Leopards don't change their spots. So it might be you who has to change your communication. And that's what I'm picking up. Okay. So that's interesting. And I love leopards, by the way. And you know what? I don't think they can change their spots. So what you have to do is you have to punt and turn left, which is what I tell people right. in life. If you hit a wall, mm-hmm. this, is what I, this, is, this is my big saying. And I know everybody doesn't really want to hear this, but if you are banging your head against a wall and you're not getting anywhere, you try, you try, you try, you try, then what I feel you need to do is you don't make a 360-degree turn because you're going to hit that wall again make a 180 degree turn which means you're opposite mm-hmm. so what they're saying to me Jer, maybe you can pick up why is I'm hearing leopards don't change their spots well I think it's two different things I think what standing my ground is more about work, people at work that I work with mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the leopards don't change their spots I think is more about a man that I'm dating is that oh, the, 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 that's not going to change. He's not going to change. You know, you can't right. expect. But if you like him. What they show you right, is exactly. what they show you, and you can't really expect that to change. I love that. That's absolutely it. And I tell everybody that if you expect to change people, you better, you, you better get out of the relationship. Yeah. But you can yeah. enhance things. So uh, you, there are certain things you can change, certain things you can't. But if you're looking to like somebody because you, you, you think that you can, or you feel you can change them, uh, I would look again. But what I feel with you is you already know that, but this is just confirmation for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you there. Well, is there any, was there anything you'd like to add before I move to the next caller? Um, I guess I'd like to ask Jerry, how do I, enhance this more like I, I using animal medicine or increasing my intuition to see the messages Ooh, Jer, there is your teaching course it is said that um, everybody has a totem of nine medicine animals but if you're looking at this from uh, a Native American viewpoint um, it would be um, relatively easy he says to to see what your totem of nine is it generally takes me about 
three quarters of an hour to an hour to work it out properly. Mm. Then you would know which positions the your, your own personal totems stand in, whether they are north, south, east, west, above, beyond, etc., in front, behind. Right. <clears throat> what particular roles they fulfil. Um, the totem of nine can be tapped into at any time, but then again you also have a power animal that governs your life path and one that looks after your year path. If you want to know more about how to connect with their energy, then, um, as Bonnie was a blesser, um, intimating, you would need to really do, uh, sit through a development course because it's one of those things that you have to connect with other energies first before you connect with the animals. Then you connect with the animals, and then you go off and write your own rule book. I've okay. got to tell you, I all of us take, you know, Jerry's one of those spiritual teachers. He, I know I watched somebody who's been in his classes to start it out. I, I can't even tell you. They knew they, they knew certain things, but they, they are so fully developed. And how long has Bob been in there, two years or a year? I've never seen any transformation like that in your lo- in, in in a lifetime and other people. We he has classes and courses going all the time and it is amazing what he pulls out and you learn and then you take to to wherever you know you're going to take this whether it's for yourself or others. You would be amazed. It's by donation only because I want to say that so you're not looking at a very Great. you know you're not looking oh my god it's a five hundred dollar course no it's donation right. only like and many for yeah. all yeah and for all of you it's a it's a for him it's a donation of love even though he wants a donation because it is his time it's what you can you put out for for the course and he'd rather you be in the course and and, and stick with it than you know not so if you go to his website I mean we're all I can tell you some really powerful psychic mediums, angel healers, channelers, take him. And they come in and out of different, you know, courses that they feel they need more work with. Uh, and I can't recommend, I don't sell anything. So, you, you know, you, you can't say I'm trying to get you to do anything. But for everybody here who wants metaphysical courses, take a look because he's got, he's got some groups going on and they are amazing. So Jerry, do you want to tell her is how it, to look for? Are they are they live? I mean, does everybody go online? Yeah. Is it, uh, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's Skype, right, Jerry? I'm answering for you. Yes. Where are you? Uh, well, okay. I'm leaving my uh, PA to do all the work for me. You know, it's just like no, it's fine. I'm just sitting here enjoying <laughs> what you're saying. My ego is so big now. I'm going to have to wide the. I'm going to have to wide uh-huh. the wide the door to get my ego out. Um, uh-huh. The, the thing is, probably that classes have to be live because I need to see what and, and monitor what goes on. Um, we do different things. I run. I don't just run groups. I run individual sessions as well. Yeah. Um, That's what I feel she needs. Just, I feel she needs an individual just, group. They're generally just once a month. Um, but as Bonnie said, if you want to make contact, so I can give you more information. The best thing to do is go through my website, uh, fill the form out on the contact page and send that off, or just drop me an email and I can send you some more details. Wonderful. You know, I'll do I, that. 
All right. Have a great day because I got to get more involved in this this uh, animal totem thing. You know, Jer, I got to tell you something. I love that animal totem. You did it for me a while ago, and you and I, and I wrote it down. I know I have it somewhere, but that is something that we don't tell people. You work through your you know your in your India your Native American guides, and it was amazing. And that is a private reading. You could take classes because she feels the energy to want to do that. But you also do, you know, you can also pull their nine animal totems and give them their cards. And I'm telling you, that was an amazing reading. It's, do you keep those nine totems for your whole life, don't you? Yes, you do. Okay. So does your yearly totem, I, I'm, you know, this is, this is so long ago you did mine, but it, 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 does your yearly change? Yes. Okay, yeah, that was, you know, that was kind of creepy that I asked, but I, uh, you know, I just, my guys are saying ask him, so I guess everybody needed to know that that's something, you know, that just because something is set in stone, there's other parts of the reading that isn't set in stone. You need to keep coming back for a progressive, which I'm going to make you do for me. So I am going to take a 111, and this might be our New Zealand or Australian caller. Hi. Hi. Hi, who are we speaking with? We're doing great. It's Jean. So I, uh, what's your name? It's Jane. Jane, like Tarzan and Jane? Oh, <laughs> like that? <laughs> yeah. Okay, Jane. Jane, tell us about what you are, what, what love is for you, and what do you love? Well, just like the other caller, I love to travel, you know, uh, you know. I've been working in the travel industry, you know, for over 20 years. Like oh, my goodness. Well, tell me where you like to travel. Where, where's, the most, where's the best place that your heart floated for? Uh, Hawaii. Oh, okay. So she's got some of that vibe in her, Jerry, that Kalua Kalani woo-hoo-hoo vibe. Okay, I got gotcha. you. And what did you do in Hawaii that made you really, like, just your heart is your heartland? What did it make you – what did you do there? Well, I, I've been there a couple of times and, you know, just, you know, going around the island and, you know, Going to different beaches there. It's just beautiful. Well, did there. you ever? Did you ever go? One of my friends just passed away, and he bought fourteen acres in Hawaii and left it to his beautiful wife. Um, but it was his dream, and he bought it near a spiritual path. It's amazing. I mean, and now I said I would go and help spread his ashes there next year. But um, I was only other in Hawaii with my girlfriend, and she took me to some. Did you go to the pineapple farm? Um. The Dole Plantation, or yeah, that, yeah, I've been to the Dole did Plantation. Yeah. Did you go through? Did you go through the uh, the maze that was there? I didn't have time to do that, um, but you know, I've been uh, there. The Dole Whip is really good. <laughs> I know that's all ice cream is a killer, but I have to tell you, I got caught in that maze. Is why I wanted to ask you. Some peacock or something flew oh, okay. right into my path, and I about had a nervous oh. breakdown because I was so narrow and I was so high and couldn't see. So I broke through all the trees and branches and ended up in the parking lot. So I just wanted to know if you you, you went through there. 
Anyway, what can we do? What What can Jerry and I help you with today? Okay, um, just want to know um, how are things going to look as far as finance and career for me? I just recently lost my job of nearly uh, 14 years, so kind of worried about finance and um, finding the next my next job. What well, should take your birth, please, Jane? Yeah, take your birth. My, my, oh, my date of birth is um, six eighteen seventy. Interesting. She lost her job in a in a uh, even month, mm. or maybe it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, Why did you lose your job? No, because you're working on um, even months, Jane. So it, it looks. Sure. Uh, go ahead, sorry, go ahead. So I've got strange things happening with this audio, Bonnie. It's um, it's weird in my ears. <laughs> well, it's weird in your head. So go ahead. <laughs> um, okay. Let's see how this goes. Um, Jane, you're working on even months. Um, so the fact that if you've just lost your job and it was in February, um, okay, that's very that's sad. However. Um, April, next big month coming in, even month. It's also the big month this year because we're in a four-year and April is the fourth month of the year and you are on a four-path this year. So there is something... Uh, I know it sounds a bit trite when we say, oh, yeah, something bigger and better is coming along. But your path that you've been on had had ended its purpose and now something else will come in that will give you a new purpose. It might even be something that's similar to what you were doing, but it will give you a new sense of purpose. So there is a role for you to come up. You are going to have to be a little bit frugal, maybe, between now and that time that it happens, but April's not that far away if you think about it. But I wanted to ask you a question in as such, mm-hmm. but it's slightly rhetorical. Um, what do you feel is missing from your life? And I don't mean work. Because to me, uh, when he was speaking, I felt there was a hole there that needed to be plugged. There's a gap. There's something missing. Or is it a who? Yeah, I would say, you know, uh, yeah, that's the part of me that's missing, I think. Because, you know, when I was working, I didn't have enough time. I was always working, worked long hours, and there was such a long commute to work and going home from okay, work. Okay, I'm back. I didn't get a chance to enjoy, you know, life and enjoy the things that I like to do. So, in a way, it's a bit of the balance was missing, but there's still, I feel there's still something in the, in your life that needs to be... Um, it needs to be placed there to, just to bring everything to a feeling of wholeness. There's still this, somewhere, this feeling of there's a bit missing. Um, now, as I've said that, I've now got an absolute blast of cold air blowing around me, which is spirit stepping really close. So um, I want to connect you with a lady who's uh, crossed over possibly not that long ago, but she's very um, protective of you. Do you know, this is obviously, um, I, I want to say it's on the maternal side of your family, 
Um, okay. But she's she's very intent on about your welfare. Okay. Um, she's. Um, she must be going back at least one generation. Well, again, obvious thing to say. She's going back at least one generation. Well, yeah. Um, but she's. A, I love you, Greg. She's somebody who would would want to know how did you do at school? How did you go on with your exams? You know, are you looking after yourself? Are you eating properly? Somebody seems to have a great interest in your welfare, Jane. Okay, maybe a grandmother or an aunt. That's what I was picking up. Well, go ahead, Jerry. I shouldn't butt in, but I picked up a grandmother, but it could be an aunt. Well, whoever this whoever this lady yeah, is, yeah. whoever this lady is, she is also saying that you're not putting your focus on necessarily all the right things and that you need to change focus. She understands that the earthly world in which she... These are her words. The earthly world in which you live dictates that you have to put food on your table, keep the roof over your head, and make sure that all your bills are paid for. She said, but Mm -hmm. there's also a spiritual world in which you live, and that bit is missing. So I give you that for what it's worth. Uh, Bonnie, um, over to you. Well, I I was missing. Did you notice I was missing anybody? Because I could, I was missing. I got thrown off the board. So I came back in, so I didn't hear all of it. But I have to tell you that I I so totally picked up a grandma energy, you know, once removed there. And I, you know, something keeps coming to me at, with a with a travel agency. I don't know who you worked for. And I agree with Jerry. I feel like there, there, there has been, um, I don't know if it was that you didn't pay attention or more or less that something in your life was happening and you couldn't pay attention. But I feel that there is, they keep hitting me with a commercial I saw today, and I even looked it up, and I never travel. But it was, and I, I don't know why, but it's called ColletteTravel.com. Colette? Yes, Colette, C-O-L-L-E, Colette, C-O, cat, C is in cat, O-L-L-E-T-T-E, travel.com. Now, I don't know why because I don't travel, although I would like to, and we have all these travel people calling. So I don't wow. know if it will lead you to anything, but I would love you to try. That's interesting that you mentioned that because there is a co- company and I was looking at, they had an opening, I think a couple of months ago and it's called Colette. Is it Colette Vacations or, and, you know, I, yeah. I was looking yeah, at, you know, back. and that's interesting that <laughs> you mentioned that because, you know, there is yeah. a company called Colette um, Vacations. It is, there's Colette a company. Tour. Yeah. Wow. And, the, and what, oh. what's interesting is I don't really... The only travel agency I would ever go to is AAA because I don't travel. So that I yeah. pulled it up today and looked at it oh. and couldn't figure out why. This is for, this oh. I'm sure is for you, or because the other because the other people didn't say they lost their job and travel. So to me, um, I would look into that very quickly. And we are in a retrograde, so it could be that you're relooking at something you didn't look at before. And it's coming to you through the show because you didn't 
you aren't supposed to miss it. So go for it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, well, thank you so much to both of you. You're welcome. Have a great day. And remember, oh, go find yourself. <laughs> right, bye. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I love doing that, don't you? Can you do Jane? Can you do Tarzan and I'll do Jane? That's who we should be, Tarzan and Jane. Oh, good grief! <laughs> can you do, can me. you do oh, that kind no, of? No, I, I, I can't. No, I don't know. Absolutely not. You know what? I'm going to have to give you a different kind of tea. You need to have a different kind of tea before you come here, because you're going to have to do Tarzan at some point. <laughs> Which, which I gotta ask uh, you. No, into, I know. No. You, I uh, 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 do you ever hear of the yerba mate tea? No. It's called yerba mate. Okay, I want you to. Uh, I'm obsessed with it, and I I don't have it yet. But I saw a show, and I think I brought it up yesterday. At, at, it was in Paraguay, and I you know I look at travel channels because I never travel, so I've got to travel in my mind. And I was amazed at Paraguay, you know, because how beautiful it was, how I never thought, I thought Paraguay would be like a dirt road. It's all built up. And they were talking about everyone walks around, you know, like we walk around with Starbucks with a yerba mate cup of this herb. And it's not sold. Everyone was, from business people, the leisure people, had this. It's called the yerba mate tea. So I ordered it, and I ordered because you can't drink it out of a regular cup. It has, you know, I wanted to get the authentic thing. But uh, I want you to look at it, Jerry, because I I feel like because you like tea, you need the Herba Mate tea. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> well, we have four minutes left for you, Jerry. Do you want to uh, pick up another caller real quick? I feel it might be too much to a rush, Bonnie, to be honest, lovey, because with the audio struggles okay. I've been having through through the show, I wouldn't... We're having struggles um, here. Yeah, wouldn't want to struggle well, over it personally. Well, I love you. I Everyone on the show does too. We are amazed at what you bring, and you are a total, complete joy to always have. I'm honored that you always want to give my audience, including me, Wonderful insight, and again, for everyone that wants to find Jerry, Google his name, Jerry with a J, J-E-R-R-Y Humphreys, H-U-M-P-H-R-E-Y-S, and it will take you directly to anything you need. Now, do they need to know anything else, Jerry? No, that's lovely. Thank you, my sweet. Well, thank you, everybody. Thank you for uh, giving me the time to be on here again and for... Uh, trusting me with your questions. I look forward to being back again soon. So take care. Love thank to you, Bonnie. You, Speak you. to you soon, my love. Take care. Thank Bye-bye you. now. Well, and when we, when we see each other, it will not be Mercury retrograde. So yay! Okay, everyone. I am not going to take the show off yet, but I'm going to pick up Kelly. And the reason... Oh, oh, my goodness gracious, Kelly. Let me see if I can get her on. Kelly, are you there? I'm here. <laughs> uh, you know, can you it's hear really me? crazy. <laughs> yeah, I can. I can hear you. My board crashed again, at least a few times, and it kicked me off, and I had to get back on. So, I. You know, it's bad when it shows the most. Shop, you know, <laughs> really. <laughs> yeah, 
you would think that it would know who the host is since it says host underneath the number. So, but it, it's just, and Jerry's ha- was having a very hard time hearing too. So I yeah. do want to tell you my board completely, the only people on my board were the people who were on my board. They're not allowing, it looks like anybody else in. Let's hope. So I'm going to give it a few minutes. But Kelly, because, you know, I, we, we talked, you know, all week. So tell me what you, what, what you love, what, what you love in your life. What, me, what means love to you since you're the next host? Means love to me. Co-host. Uh, first and foremost, I always got to have that relationship with what I consider the spiritual creator. So that's my first love. My next one has okay. got to be my children and then my animals. Well, you know, I love that. Not one part. This is so funny. And I love this. You know, if you ask me what I loved, I would say my husband first. Okay. Which is interesting. Right. And then my children, or I probably say my children than my husband, because I feel like when you're a mother, <laughs> that's what you do. But, and I, I really right. do believe that. But, but anyway, not one person on the show said they would love, except I didn't ask Jerry, but did I, did I ask Jerry what he loved? I don't remember, but nobody said their husband, <laughs> their partner, their boyfriend, nobody, which is interesting <laughs> on this retrograde. Wow. And that's, yeah. And that's why I, I kind of asked it. And I knew what you were going to say. So I love this whole show. This is the end of the show or the month of February, which is all about love. Do you have any information about moons or anything coming up that we can hold on to, Kelly? (laughs) I have the handy dandy little moon book. Yes, I do. (laughs) Which I love. I I, I do love the information bit. Uh, let's see. We are at Wednesday, right? This is the, this is the 26th. Yeah. So we're in Aries. It's like we had the new moon. The new moon came in on Sunday. Uh, I'll say Sunday for you, for you, it came in Sunday at one thirty-seven in the morning and it was Pisces or, I mean, excuse me, that was when Pisces went in. Sorry. The new moon started for you, um, Sunday morning at 1032. So it was 832 in the morning when we started having a new moon here. So we're one, two, three. We're three days into the new moon. Of course, you know, new moons are all about um, starting new things. Um, um, you know, because we just we just had that. You know, getting we just had the I'll call it the getting rid of stuff because the waning moon is is when we you know sweep out the house, sweep out our body, sweep out energy, sweep out you know stuff. Uh, just you know, getting rid of stuff, and it's like, and then that new moon, you know. So we've made space with that waning moon. We have made space, and now we have moon. You know, we have space to bring new stuff in. Uh, with an Aries moon, which is where we're at right now, we're right in the smack dab in the middle of Aries because Aries was uh, yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Uh, the energy of an Aries moon is masculine, dry, barren, and fiery. Aries provides a great startup energy, but things started at this time may be the result of impulsive action that lacks research or necessary support. Aries lacks staying power because they are cardinal, and they, unlike the fixed signs, it's like 
if you have an Aries, you know, if you, if you think of it as a train, Aries would be the engine. <laughs> the uh, ah. the fixed signs, the fixed signs are like the 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 rest of the hundred cars behind that engine, because when the engine goes to try to slow down, you know, it takes them like an uh, like a mile to stop a freight train. Okay, so the the fixed signs are like those freight trains. Once you get it, it's a little bit tough to get them going, but once you get them going, don't get in their way. You know, but the cardinal signs, it's like they can lack the same power. Yeah. (laughs) But use this assertive outgoing moon sign to initiate change, but have a plan in place for someone to pick up the reins when you are impatient to move on to the next thing. Work that requires skillful but not necessarily patient use of tools like cutting down trees, hammering, etc. is appropriate in Aries. Expect things to occur rapidly, but to also quickly pass. If you're prone to injury or accidents, exercise caution and good judgment in Aries-related activities. The ruler is Mars, the impulse is action, and it rules the head and face. And what I do know is, having had two Aries children, is that they tend to get their injuries in on their head and their face. (laughs) It just it it just kind of works that way. Well, can I ask you a question? Because um, I'm, I'm really fascinated. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute, Cal. I'm really fascinated about the moon, but I do want to tell everybody before we, Fidelio is finally here. Fidelio, I see <laughs> nice. crystal bowls. I see chaos. I love you all. And I don't know where you were because I was telling everybody about you when I heard about, but I can't see chat. They, they Just to let you know, I can now see it, but the whole show has been about Mercury retrograde. So, Hey, and Bonnie yeah, was kicked I, off, so it's like, figure that out. Yeah, But I have to tell you, Kelly, that what, what Fidelia said is so interesting and Sue Bowles, but I've got to really tell you this after you tell me my answer, so please wait. Um, you, you said that we're in an Aries new moon? An Aries waxing moon. It's one of the three fire signs okay. of Cotton Baron. When you plant seeds and under a waxing Aries moon... What's that? When did it, when does it begin? End? When does the yeah? When does it end? When does it begin? And then what is uh, the tomorrow. next stage tomorrow. after the waxing? Oh, it, was, it came in. Oh it came in yesterday. It came in yesterday at uh, your time, Tuesday, one forty-seven p.m. And we'll see. I don't know when it goes as I, I'd have to look at the the uh, void of course tables there. But it's like I know Taurus comes in Friday at two thirty in the morning your time which will be midnight 30 our time. So it's Thursday is the last Aries day it has. Let me see if I can find the void. Because the moon void um, stuff tells us when, you know, when stuff changes like that. And I know there is a, and I usually have it marked. I usually have it marked on the on the edge of my page. Well, so when does, well once it, what turns into Taurus? That's what I'm interested in. In the weekend, what turns into Taurus? A half sure. moon? I mean, what is that? <laughs> Hang on, let me look um, aspects. Okay, so what we have is the last. Okay, the last aspect is a new sign. Okay, last aspect of Aries is the twenty seventh, which is is that a Thursday? It's Thursday, I think. Yeah. Yeah, at ten twenty five p. Yeah, at ten twenty five p.m. your time, so be eight twenty five our time, and then 
there's that gap, you know, because it, it, it's, it's go, it, it exits at 1025 p.m. on the 27th, and it does not enter Taurus until 2.30 a.m. So it's like 10, 11, 12, 1, 2. There's that four-hour void where it's not in any of the signs. It's like, you know, so it'll come in um, into Taurus at 2.30 in the morning your time. Well, I have to tell you something about the void moon, and I don't want anybody to quote me because it was a, it was a um, <laughs> it was an astrologist. He said that because I was really worried that my my kid was going to um, my son was going. This was years and years ago, probably about four years ago. He was going to see his girlfriend, and they were worried that she was going to try to trap him and you know get 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 herself you right. know uh, pregnant. And, and they will. said, no, no, you're okay. <laughs> You're okay because it's a void moon. Nothing will happen. Yeah, it, well, it, 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 they don't. They won't let it happen. I'm like, oh, I love those void moons for that reason. But anyway, I, I do want to say something to Fidelio because he put this in here. It says, um, I only knock on closed doors twice and then I move on. I love that because you know what that's saying. If he comes up against, you come up against a uh, a, a challenge. He'll go right for that challenge because he wants to, but he'll only do it twice. And then he's going to say, well, you know what? The universe, like I said, sometimes you got to walk the 180 degrees backwards. Uh, I really love that. I don't know if it is the saying that he picked up or it is his saying, but that to me is totally a good, a good way to be. One is you don't walk away and two is you try. I don't know about twice, right. because three is, what is it I was going to say, I don't know about two, but it's like, because I, I always heard that third time was a charm. Yeah. <laughs> now, if you so knock three times that. and it doesn't happen, then you go, yeah, I'm good, you know, because it's like we do by threes, you know, three strikes and you're out, um, you know, bowling, that kind of stuff. It's like, well, now bowling is not three strikes and you're out, but it's like if you get in bowling, if you get uh, three strikes in a row, it's called a turkey, you know, <laughs> things like that. Yeah. <laughs> but well, our sports exactly. abound with threes. Yeah. So, so Fidelio, here's the, here's the dealio. Um, uh, try three times and then you're out instead of two. But then I know what you're going to say, and I'm not going to read it. You're going to say, yes, but I'm different and I don't walk that path. So good for you. Okay. So <laughs> uh, I'm going to tell you because we, we need to, we need to get to the audience only because Kelly, um, this is going that, that they're really playing with my board here. And I want to make sure that uh-huh. who is on, you know, right now gets on. But is there anything else that you would like them to know about what's going on in the sky? Um, that's pretty, I mean, that's pretty much it. It's, uh, it just had some stuff about the, about the planting, you know, I mean, now see, and and, and that's what I, I sometimes forget about is like, cause I I look out here, you know, outside the window where we're at and go, yeah, we're not going to be planting for months, but where you're at, it's like 70 some degrees. So, you know, when it's a waxing Aries moon, um, that's what the saying is like seeds planted under a waxing. Yeah. Aries moon tend to be bitter or bolt quickly, but if you're feeling lucky, you could try your hand at hot and spicy peppers or herbs that, that thrive in dry heat. So there are, um, signs to plant in generically. Um, I know there's, um, I can't remember. I'd have to look through here. It's like, but there's signs to plant root vegetables by. There's signs to plant above plants by. You know, for you know, for the gardeners, you know, that kind of stuff. Well, uh, and there's, and there's signs that are more um, productive. Like it's usually the, what they call the fruitful signs is like um, Pisces or you know the water signs. I'm trying to think like Pisces, Scorpio, um, Cancer. What's the cancer. other one? There's, 
Can you do yeah, me a favor, though, your... Kelly? Because I want to I, I want to get to the sure. phone line. But can you look those up for the next week, and then we can go and give the yeah, months of with absolutely. all the the planning. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. I oh, am, I do I have the quote. To... I do I, I do I do have a quote for you though. <laughs> Go ahead. Go uh, ahead. From from Einstein, who is one of my favorites here. Unthinking respect for authority is the greatest enemy of truth. Unthinking respect for authority. Respect for authority. Unthinking. Unthinking respect for authority okay. is the greatest enemy of truth. And then <clears throat> Heloise's helpful hints. If your indoor mat has become worn and inefficient, don't throw it away. Place it outside the door. Put your new mat inside. That way, the worst of the shoe soil is left outside, extending the life of your inside mat and giving it more of a chance to keep your floors clean. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, hints from Hel- Thank you, hints from Halloween slash Callie. Okay, I'm going to pick you up. I don't think there's anybody new on the board because it, it crashed. But I'm going to go with 916. 916, hi. 916, have you been on? Okay. Well, they might be muted. The doorbell ding dong, and they left. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Well, you know what? Not, it might be that there's no one live on the board because I'm telling you what happened. It crashed three to four right. times. And, and sometimes, and, yeah, and sometimes before, the numbers up, they won't let anybody back right. on again. Yeah, I, I, am, oh. I, I feel like this might be. Um, Fidelio, are you on? Because I know you're not going to get on, but are you on the board? So I only have one more call. It says twice, okay. It says um, respect is earned, not demanded, eh? That's right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start reading from chat right. and see what happens. Everything <laughs> from chat, I, I, I hope you heard me earlier. You're a big part of the show. You might not want to be on the radio, but you are on the radio. You're on uh, my chat board, and I love that. I know, Sue, which is Crystal Bowles, you are so crazy wonderful. And so are you, Fidelio, and everyone who is in chat. Um, It's been a real challenge the last few days with blog talk, so thank you for sticking with me. Fidelio, respect is earned, not demanded. And it's not just blog talk. It's like think of all the stuff that has gone on in terms of communications has just been wackadoodle-doodle, you know. I mean, gee. Absolutely. Well, let me ask chat because since they're being able to write it said oh my goodness um he says fidelia what do you love let's see if we can we can do it this way what do you love and do you have a question for kelly and i don't say no because you're the only one i can get on the board so uh (laughs) can you uh, uh, and kelly and i'll certainly talk but we would love you to participate so what do you love fidelio i can already tell I know it's not shoes, but so uh, if you are still there, uh, please write it. So, oh, here we go. Everything, everything is unfolding perfectly. Hey, oh, Crystal, you're still there. Oh my God, I am still here. Crystal, what do you love, and what can we help you with today? Oh, Crystal said he loves his dogs. Yes, we knew that, Fidelio, your dog. Fidelio. And you know we love <laughs> I was going to say, I knew here. that one. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So, so you love your dogs. If you want to ask a question or you want me to, to um, put out a quote that you said or anything pertaining to the show, heart, love, soul, whatever you want, put it out. And Sue, Crystal Bowles, it says, um, yeah, he totally makes a connection with spirit. He's super, super connected, and I love that. He's kind of like 
uh, in the mail, like Mother Teresa kind of in the mail. She, you know, would give, she wants others to have when he, you know, when he can look at the world. It's what I see. So it's not a Mother Teresa thing. It's just, it's how she went all over the world, you know, helping. And uh, Fidelia really looks over the world and helps see what matters. And I love that. Crystal, okay. It says, what, here we go. Crystal, what is coming for me this month? What, uh, Kelly, are you picking it? No, you can't be that vague, Crystal. We don't have that much time. So give me six, give me a question. And give Kelly your birthday. I was going to say, I can be, I can be vague. <laughs> I can okay. definitely go with, with the date, with, with the date and with the date and age. I can definitely, um, you know, do some of the 52. So absolutely. Well, yeah, just a little bit of the 52. So Crystal, what is your birthday? And now when she sends that to me, Fidelity put, I love my two dogs, Barnaby and Charlie. And what puts nice. me in the zone is things like, Tinkering with old engines. You are a new oh. engine. You are a new engine, mm-hmm. Fidelio. But I'll tell you, if you could ever get to Kelly's house, you would love you. <laughs> We've got, got several old, old engines, engines that definitely need tinkering with. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Okay. Crystal's, Crystal is 63 years old. Her birth date is 10 1 do you know what? You have the same okay. birthday, sweetheart, yeah. as one of the other callers. Eight, eight, eight of diamonds. Eight of diamonds. Nice. Go, go ahead. Give her her 52. Right now, her 52. Right. Okay. Well, the long range, because I don't think I've done her long range. Her long range for this year is is that card of stability, the four of spades, that, that workaholic uh that workaholic card, but it's like there's a lot of stability with the four. It's a, you know, and it's ironically, it's about um, our workability, our you know, career, our health, all those kind of things. And where she's at right now is, let's see, she's still in Mars. Her Mars yeah. time started January 14th, and it goes until March 6th, and then her Jupiter time starts March 7th. So she's in Mars right now. And mm-hmm. as those cards, but it's pretty, it those cards she's got, week and that's it. yeah, you know, but right now um, she's got the king of diamonds and the five of hearts uh, in this Martian time, which is king. You know, any of the kings are really good because it's always about um, taking charge of stuff. It's always about, you know, looking to see, I mean, the, the kings are always, you know, leading their kingdoms, you know, that kind of stuff. And well, Kelly, Kelly and the, I, yeah, you value. She said, well, she said she wants her Jupiter card. So she must know the, the Jupiter, Jupiter card. Okay, Jupiter card. Okay. Go the one passed out. All right. Jupiter is, is the mate to that. It's the queen of diamonds and the eight of spades. Wow. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's like she, first she had, the, okay. she had the king, and it's like now she's got the queen going into that one. Uh, I queen have the queen of hearts playing with the queen of hearts. <laughs> There's the queen of diamonds. <laughs> financial it's success through nurturing and helping and being a successful businesswoman. This powerful card of financial mastery can bring you huge returns if you apply if, if, if you apply her wisdom and business savvy to your current methods of making money. This is the time to expand your business and your products 
Uh, ways to make money, develop new and better ways to market your products and services. Your timing is good. Your sense of generosity may encourage you to help others who are less fortunate than yourselves. Uh, this could also add to the crown you're wearing now. Any and all women who have birth cards of the diamond suit could be financial or other blessings to you this year. Look to them for guidance and help. Uh, the other one in that time frame, that, wow, that eight of spades. Eight of spades is one of the, you know, the eighth of the power cards of the deck. It's like they will literally, you know, like, I hate to say most stuff over. Go stuff over like a lawnmower, man. It just, it just makes the path smooth. And with it in Jupiter anyway, it's one of the strongest symbols of business and personal power and success. At this time, you'll either expand your operations or make some invaluable connection with some large company that increases your own financial power appreciably. This is also one of the best signs of good health and recovery from any and all problems you may be facing. You can overcome all obstacles now through honest effort and integrity. To take the fullest advantage of the opportunities presented by this card, you should find ways to expand your business interests. Someone on a fixed income may not experience the financial business of this benefits of this card since there's no way for them to increase the volume of their goods or services that allows greater finances to manifest. However, if you have a business, this is the year to expand and to open up to more prosperity. You are in the midst of a cycle of prosperity. Because eight of spades is success, wow. accomplish, accomplishment, and work and health, use of force, and willpower. So, absolutely. Got some very powerful um, Jupiter cards going into there. So, yeah. Uh, and the four of spades, she's like, you know, because she's got, oh man, let's see, she's got one, two, three, four. Five. Oh my goodness! And the next one, she's got the she's got the King of Spades in the Iranian time. She needs to hear about that one, but it's like not today. One, two, three, yeah. Four. Out of nineteen cards, seven of them seven of them are in the Spades this year. So it is about it's about you know business, about health, about um, you know overcoming you know that overcoming type stuff. So it's like yeah, that's <laughs> and that's four. The four Spades as your overall as your long range tells us this is your, going to be your satisfaction in matters of work and health. Recovery from illness and any work-related problems can be expected under this influence. You'll feel like getting solid in most areas of your life. The words foundation, structure, and security become more important along with the ability to create these in your life. Your work and health should be good. This card can actually indicate recovery from some kind of health problem. The only possible negative effect of this influence would be a resistance to change and stubbornness. However, the same resistance is the strength that is bringing you so much satisfaction now. This year is a blessing oh, in many that. ways, as well as a time to lay a secure foundation for the future. Now, her keywords, you know, that's reverse index cards, and look at this every day in the bathroom mirror. A year of good health solid home and work situations, a year of strength and satisfaction in almost all matters. Hard work brings many rewards. I love that. I've got to tell you what Crystal's writing. So Crystal said, um, I, I, Kelly, I will be calling you. So, you know, Kelly is excellent. We all know that. And let me give you Kelly's number. Just text her and message her and she'll let you know when you can. 307-761- Four four oh seven, Crystal. Also, this is what Crystal said. I'll take Jupiter and the King of Diamonds. Perfect. And she said, <laughs> that is my goal, to master my own business and not some other institutions like I am currently doing. 
I work right. for a very large institution now. I will wow. be calling you, Kelly. And it says solid <laughs> nice. in the financial piece. Yes, I cool. love that. And I'll tell you, that is amazing. I've never seen back-to-back cards like that. The king of whatever, the king of diamonds and the queen of diamonds. I know, the king, yeah, the king, the first you got the king of diamonds and you got queen of diamonds. like, okay, you got the royal house going for you there. It's like, hello. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. I want to sing because, okay, Fidelio, can you sing or say, um, playing with the queen of hearts. Queen of hearts. No one in it really smart. The Joker ain't the only fool who will do anything for you. Oh, I don't know the rest I of it, but it's like that. that was Kelly. <laughs> no, Kelly, I need you to sing that again. So go ahead. I need you to sing that. And try and a, little little louder and a little slower, please. Go a little louder and slower. Okay, here we go. Playing with the queen of hearts. No one in it really smart. You know, instrumentals. The Joker ain't the only fool who will do anything for you. <laughs> I and that. I can't remember the rest of it, but it's like that's the only part of the chorus I remember. <laughs> well, I know it's know Juice what? Newton that sang it. That. Oh my God, I got spirit here. Oh my gosh, Kelly, I think someone from your group is here <laughs> because as soon as Yay. you started singing, as soon as you started singing that, my I got this glitter all over my body. And I feel like you need to look up the words. I maybe why I keep hearing it with you, but it's a love song actually. And I feel your husband's here, so he ah he's nice. Squeezing, he's yeah, he's squeezing me and said, "This is what he said. Tell her to look up the song." So you didn't get the okay. message. Now you got the message. Because so actually, that, that was to. it was a concert. He he and I went to a Juice Newton concert. Oh man, early on in our relationship, I don't. It was either it was either like right before or right after we were married. There was Juice Newton came to uh, the University of Wyoming, and we got tickets and went to the concert. It was it was like probably the only live concert I've ever been to like that. So it's like, yeah, I I, I know why. <laughs> okay, well I got to remember. Tell you Okay, he's squeezing me from the back. He's not in the front of me, he's in the back. He's squeezing me. He's a big guy. So I'm like, okay, she got the message. But I have to tell you what Fideli, Fidelio, darling, that's my song he just gave. And he's, and this is what I've heard for the last three months. And that is, you got to know when to hold, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, know when to walk know away, know when to run. Know when to run. You never count you your money your when you're sitting at the table. At there'll the be table. time enough for counting when, when the dealing's ah! done. He is still here. <laughs> Roger. I don't know. Did he, yeah, did he like him too? Because he's squeezing me even more now. Is there something about that song, <laughs> Kelly? Oh, my God. Or maybe um, he's saying it for me. I don't know. I was say, for him, it was probably in, in his, you know, it's like when he said in somewhere in the, the night, the gambler, he broke even. And in his final words, I found an ace that I could keep. So I'm like, there's probably something along there. It's like, yeah, I remember some of his, some of the final conversations that he and I had. So it's like, yeah, I, I totally get that. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Like, thank you for bringing the messages. Too. It's been so long since they've said anything. I wondered if they'd all checked out and gone on, you know, permanent vacation or Kelly, something over there. I didn't know what they'd been up to. <laughs> Kelly, I'm crying. He's got me so sad. 
I got, I can't take it. I mean, this came yesterday with another reading I did. Oh, my God. The feeling is, oh, my God. I can't take it. His heart is breaking. Oh, my gosh. (sighs) Kelly, it was his last. Time he was on earth. I mean, last minute he was on earth. I'm I'm feeling how he feels. Oh my god. Okay, I got you. Got to walk away, honey, because I can't do this on the air. He wants you to know. He I'll call you know. right after the right after the show. We can pick this up, please. <laughs> get your Kleenex and come because you're making me get my Kleenex too. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, because it has to be recorded. The man loved you so much. You meant so much to him in the little young years he had. And he wants you to know that at the end, he knew why you two were together. And he wants you to know he loved you from the minute that he (laughs) stopped. He, He loved you from the minute he didn't. So I'm assuming he means making me laugh when he when he when he met you. So oh my god! And he's saying I loved you since the minute I didn't. And he said she'll know what I mean. <laughs> yes. So I am going to I am going to gather myself up here and tell you this happened to me in a reading yesterday. I don't know if I'm becoming empathic, but the woman I was reading for, well, she wants me on her podcast and. For everybody, she'll be a guest here called Carrie Hummingbird. She's a, um, anyway, she's really interesting. She wrote a book and she tells you how to use the four elements and what she does for people. And then at the end, I said, um, Is there anything you want to know from me? Because, you know, I, just to let you know. And, um, and she said, Yeah, I just want to know how my dog's feeling. Well, uh, you see what I did now? It was uh, even worse. No, I wouldn't say it was worse. It was almost as bad. I started crying and everything, and I gave her what the dog got. I'm telling you, I'm not good at this. I don't want to be an empath. That's why I never was an empath. And now they're giving me this gift, maybe just for the retrograde. <laughs> Everybody, the floodgates are the, the floodgates are opening. It's like yes, we we are getting all of the gifts that um, everybody is you know able to have, which is everything. It's like our, our um, you know, every, I mean, everybody has has gifts that are their strengths that yeah. we use, and you know, all the time. But it's like in this, these days of opening stuff, it's like we're starting to get yeah. the things that we're not that strong in, and they're starting to come yeah. to the fore well, because we've already, you know, we, we've already muscled up with it. the exercise and the ones that we're good at. It's like now they're giving us stuff that we're not used to. It's like, oh yeah, I got it. <laughs> well, well, he, and you and I can feel and walked away. So the thing is that what I'm getting is I'm attaching to that feeling very quickly, and then they let me know, and then they walk away, which is good because otherwise I'm gonna I'm gonna go nuts. But I love that. And yes, uh, Crystal, I'll try to find your dot, but it's not gonna be right now. And also, but I will do it. So you call the show again. And Fidelio is saying. Um, this is what he said. Life is a gamble. Hey, which is that song? I love that. We have 90 seconds left. I am not going to go into chat. and I'm not going to continue the show um, past only because of the difficulty I'm having on the board. But I will tell you that um, Fidelio is saying being an empath is great. You can't hide from an empath. No, you can't. And you know, I don't mind being one. <laughs> Boy, is that true? <laughs> I do not mind being one. So I don't want them to think that, but I don't want the, I, but the funny thing is I always said I, I see, but I don't feel. So maybe they're giving me the feeling part. Ah! 